1: everyone to the advice from hannah podcast show season three i'm super excited i have our friend anna lopez in the building welcome anna how are you
0: hi i'm good i'm so excited to be here
1: you're excited i'm excited you're the founder of sex in spanglish and i've been looking for you for over a 100 episodes (laughs)
0: Where here I am.
1: <laughs> and I found you. Shout out to Jamili. Thank you, sis, for, for connecting us. I really appreciate you. Um, but let's get started. Let's get this bad boy started. How did how did your business start? How did this happen? Tell me, cuéntame todo. Tell me everything.
0: Yeah. So um, let's see. Well, I guess I've always been interested in sex. Like I always say that the first memory that I have about sex is I used to live in like this little, it was kind of like a court and these three little girls would come to their dad's house every other weekend and it was right across the street from my house and I just remember telling them about sex, but like what I was saying, I have no idea, but I just remember it was talking to them about sex. And then on the like on the other hand, I was really into education and I was really into school. And so I had this idea, like, oh, I'm gonna be a teacher and teach people about sex. But obviously they don't tell you that in school, like, you know, oh, you're gonna this is how to do it, right? And so I ended up just deciding según that I was gonna be a teacher. And then when I started taking sex ed, like when I was older and like junior high, and I was like, oh okay, like I I remembered that that was what I wanted to do, and there's no like direct path. It's not like oh you want to be a doctor, so you take these classes, or you know like you want to be a teacher or whatever. So I was just like, okay. So I kind of forgot about it. And then um, when I started school, when I started college. Uh, I decided to go into psychology. I was always really um, interested in the mind and how it worked and things like that. And I took a human sexualities class, which is actually a psychology class. Um, so I talked to the professor and I was like, hey, this has been my dream, like, but I don't know what to do. I don't know like how to get there. Um, and so she told me about sex therapy and I was like, okay, cool. Count me in. So I started taking the classes and things to get, um, into that field that I'm actually finishing my master's right now. I'm doing a master's of human sexualities education. Um, but it's like the therapy track. And then I'm also earning an MSW. So a master's of social work. So when I graduate, I can actually, um, do the hours and sit for the board to be a sex therapist. But, um, on the way, you know, to finishing. So I'm not done quite yet. I'll be done in December, but I landed a job doing coaching, doing like general coaching for a nonprofit and I was like, okay, coaching's where it at, where it's at. Like I want to do coaching. I don't want to do therapy. I also do therapy um within like the field placement for my school. And so I've have experience in both and coaching is just where my heart lies, but um when the pandemic started, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna open a business and see what happens. And so I started, you know, um, putting myself out there. And most of my friends were like, Okay, you're doing what now? Because they had no idea. I just like never really shared it. Um, And so now I'm just like telling the world um, that I opened, you know, this coaching business, and I became certified as a sex coach and a life coach. And um, here we are.
1: I love it. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> on just everything that you're doing education wise. I'm a big advocate for education. I'm an even bigger advocate for women becoming educated. So, you know, cheers to that and all the and all the cool stuff that you're doing.
0: Thanks.
1: Oh, I'm so proud of you. Thank mm. you. That made me happy. That made me happy. Um, So. You're doing all these things. And my question is, like I, I have burning questions. Get it? See I'm writing into it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm like I'm like I'm getting red at everything because I, I just recently found out that I'm very I'm very um, what is the word? Oh my god. I forgot the word. What's that modest? word when you're not open?
0: Like you're... modest? No. Conservative?
1: Yes, yes. I'm very conservative. So this is like me being outside my comfort zone for reals. Uh so what are limiting like let's let's just take it back of us being Latinas and nobody talks to us about sex, period. Nobody. Um growing up, like I thought that if I kissed the boy I'd get pregnant. So <laughs> to this day I probably still think that. I'm like, oh my god, don't touch me. Um what are some limiting beliefs that your clients come to you when when they book you or when they're in a consultation? Like what's like something like me, for instance, you take me, for instance, I'm like, OK, I don't know anything, Anna. Where do I start? What, what would you suggest them to do?
0: Yeah, so I think one of the things is just knowing like you don't know what you don't know and that's okay, right? That's why you come to me for help, right? The the expert here or I call myself a sex expert and so really just like I'm going to give you the information that you need, but you know what's best for you. So Hannah knows what's best for Hannah. Anna knows what's best for Anna. Like everybody knows what's best for themselves and they just need like a little bit more information in order to make a decision. Right. So I'm never telling people like what to do. I provide suggestions and things that I I see that can work in these people's lives or like based on what they tell me and based on my knowledge. So it's like a combination of both together. But I, it's very rare that I tell two different people to do the exact same thing, even if they have the exact same problem. So it's really just about empowering them and really letting them know like, Hey, like you survived this long because you know, what's best for you. And so really it's about that empowerment piece about like, letting them know, kind of like, kind of like giving them permission to be like, Hey, I do know what's best for me. Right. And it's almost like, they don't need my permission, but just having someone say that can be super empowering. And so just that empowering piece, and then also, you know, supplementing, giving them the resources that they, that they needed, right. That they're like, I don't know where to go. There's a shit ton of information on Google. Um, yeah.
1: I really like how you touched upon that, especially like I can speak to myself and maybe some of our listeners are actually going through this as well. And it's the whole self-discovery of your sexuality on yourself, right? Because yeah. up to not a few months ago, like I started, you know, you got the mirror, you look down there, you start touching, you start feeling, you start figuring out what feels good for yourself, Um before you can even add a partner into the mix. So what would you suggest in a sense for our listeners and anybody that's that's new to the game, right? That's exploring and and discovering themselves. What could be some tips or tricks or or resources that we can look into in order to discover ourselves a bit more in, in the sexual realm, I guess we could call it.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I always encourage people to look in the mirror, like get butt ass naked, look in a full length mirror, right? Like, I really love the idea of like a hand mirror, especially when we're talking about like vulvas and vaginas, because that that's like a really easy way to like see closer for some reason. It's just a lot easier to see with that than it is with like a larger mirror. Um, But I really encourage people getting naked in front of a mirror because I don't think that we do that very often. And even less often, are we really like examining like the different parts of our body? Like how many times a day do you see your hands or do you see your arms just because they're in your like in your line of vision, right? Or even your legs or your feet. But how often is it that we're like butt ass naked looking at our stomach or our breasts or our butt or, you know, whatever it is, or, and much less our genitalia. And so really just looking from like a non-sexual place. Um, There's some people that come to me that think like, just because, because I talk about masturbation all the time and I think it's great. However, I do recognize that there are some people that they're not there yet and that's totally fine. You can also explore your body in a non-sexual way and just looking at it is is a way, in my opinion, to explore it in a non-sexual way. Um, so really just looking at it, like where, like, you know, look all the nooks and crannies, the crevices, like all the things, right. Maybe even scars or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then also touching it. And, you know, you mentioned like in a, in an explore exploratory way of like sexually, but also just like touching it as just being like, Oh, what does this feel like? Like, Have you ever had, I imagine many listeners have like held like a baby or a toddler. And a lot of times they're like touchy feely, like on your face. And, you know, it can be really annoying, but really, they're just exploring, right? They're, they're like, oh, what does this feel like? Like this feels different than mine. And they're just curious. And so really approaching your body in that way, like, oh, what does this feel like? Like, I've never felt this because, our body doesn't feel the same, really, in any two places. And so really, when it comes down to the genitalia, like, yes, you can touch it in a sexual way, but also touching it in a non-sexual way, similar to what the doctor would do, right? They're going to feel to make sure everything feels normal, right? And so it's also about finding what's normal for you and for your body, so that you can advocate for yourself when you go to the doctor, Right. Because a lot of times we expect, and especially in the like Latino culture, we expect for some reason the doctor to know every single thing about us. And yes, they have a chart and they have our information and what we've told them and previous visits and all of that. But we are the experts on our bodies and i don't think that we're taught that and so i really like to empower my clients to let them know like hey not only is this for your sexual pleasure in the future but it's also about you being able to advocate for yourself when it comes down to like the your medical <laughs> needs right like that's super important if nothing else
1: i really liked how you touched upon that the that it's our body and that we know it best. I feel like that's not often talked about because we give our bodies to everybody else but ourselves. How can we start doing a bit more of that and feel okay with it and not feel selfish about, hey, this is my body and I know it. And I think that, you know, the doctors or the professionals or, you know, your significant other or whatever the case may be respects that. Like how, how can we start doing that more often?
0: Yeah. So I really think it's about knowledge, right? And so, uh, you know, I mentioned like coming to me and getting the knowledge or, you know, any other like uh, sex educator, you know, professional, really getting that information. Um, But also like, we all know our bodies best. We spend 24 seven with it. And even if we have like a live in partner or, you know, a doctor that we've been going to for like 20 years or whatever it is, like we are with our bodies 24 seven. And so really getting curious and starting to pay attention to what our body is doing, because our body talks to us all the time. But a lot of times we don't pay attention. So whether or not, like, we don't give enough time to our body, you know, we're busy doing other things, right. Or a lot of times, like, we're just like, Oh, I'm in pain. So I'm gonna drink or I'm gonna smoke, right. And that's no like, judgment on anybody. But it's just like recognizing that our body is always talking to us. So whether it be through pain, whether it be through, Oh, maybe I feel kind of like, there are days that I mean, I guess I'm just speaking for myself here. But I just like feel kind of off, you know, and I'm like, I'm not sick, but I feel off. And so it's really about recognizing what is normal for you because there is like a general, like, you know, typical how people feel like from day to day, right? But what's normal for me isn't normal for you, is it normal for the next person and for the next person, and so on. And so really it's about getting curious and also paying attention. So when something starts hurting, being like, hmm, okay, what is that about? And really taking the time to to notice. Because a lot of times we're so busy that we don't notice, right? And so even if it's taking like 30 seconds, a minute, like in the morning or in the middle of the day or whenever that is to really just sit and pay attention and be like, oh, like, what is my body feeling right now? And I think most of us kind of don't know how to do that because we're not practiced in it. And it's really just about sitting there and being like closing your eyes and just like paying attention to like what you notice in your body. Like maybe it's tense in some places or maybe it's hot or cold or just like noticing what's going on. Even if you don't really know what that means just yet, really getting in that practice is going to get you started onto, you know, the other things which ultimately leads to pleasure in the bedroom because if you can connect with your body even more in that way and be in communication with your body and i know that sounds really like whoa but your brain is communicating with your body all the time regardless if you if you're if you're consciously doing it or not so that ultimately leads to better pleasure because you can have a conversation with your body in the moment
1: you drop so many bars there if you guys don't go back and listen to her i'm gonna be <laughs> real upset with you first and foremost your body talks to you all day long like my body all day i'm like honestly body what's wrong now i not what is up with these hot flashes Anna like
0: yo girl (laughs) I'm like I'm too young for this shit
1: (laughs) what is happening with these hot flashes (laughs) yo my g I'm just like oh my god what is happening why am I so hot um I just don't, honestly, I used to remember my tias, I'm like, ay, que calor, you know, they're always talking about the heat, yo, it is real, I'm like, oh, (laughs) it's like in your veins, this heat, oh,
0: right it's bad it's bad
1: <laughs> I don't are you you're experiencing the how old, like, early 30s right late 20s early 30s yeah
0: I'm 32 yeah I, okay
1: me too yeah what, what, okay yo, we need to have can you when you figure it out let me know I'm out here right. looking on Google all the time I'm like why Do I have hot
0: flashes? (laughs) It was so bad. I asked my doctor to check if I was going through menopause. They're like, no, you're not. Because that can happen. Some people go through menopause. menopause, Yes. Yes. that You can start it way earlier. Yes. And they're like, no, they're like, you're fine. And I was like, why am I dying then? don't understand uh we don't know but yeah (laughs) i think it's something
1: hormonal it's like it's some kind of hormonal imbalance of some sort anyways i'm gonna start taking these vitamins this powder some like woo-woo powder and like let's see if this heat flash goes away i'll let you guys know i'll update you somebody remind me send me a dm but (laughs) (laughs) hannah how's your grandma heat going what is happening Oh my goodness girl we could talk all day about this heat. Right. I have a whole episode That's about so this Anna's <laughs> and' it's hot hashtag 2021 um, <laughs> I can go on and on I can go on and on, but I feel like you touched some really good points especially of listening to your body, which leads to more ultimate pleasure because if you're not in tune with yourself, yo like, If you're not in tune with your, your, with your mind, body, and spirit, in a sense, I know it sounds woo woo and whatever, throw the crystals on me and the Palo Santo. But, you know, if you're not all connected, that you're not going to be able to connect with yourself or with anybody else. Um, With that being said, my next question to you is, are you ready? How does somebody start getting ready to be in touch with themselves? Like, is there anything, how, what was your journey? Like, like mine's was reading and talking to like-minded women, right? And me asking like a whole bunch of questions. But for somebody who may not feel as comfortable as like DMing you or DMing me or, you know, what is something that they can listen to secretly right now on the podcast and not feel like they're going to be judged?
0: Yeah, I would say, well, one, I mean, listen to the Sex and Spanglish podcast, you know, like (laughs) I drop a lot of info there. Drop Um, it, drop it. Where can we (laughs) find it? Where can we find it? Uh, iTunes, Spotify, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. Uh, YouTube, it's on YouTube as well if you want to see like a face. Um, So then maybe you're not as nervous to DM me a question because I swear I don't buy it. (laughs) No, you're the sweetest thing ever. Yeah, so I'm always open to questions. Um, I also, if you're looking to like be in a space where people are talking about sex and maybe you're even you're too nervous to like, you know, uh, talk, that's totally fine. But I do have a group called Latinas Cochinas. Hannah is a new member. So that's exciting. I see
1: nothing in that group.
0: Nothing. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. There is like, I think there's like 70. No. 85 members, I just checked earlier. 85 By the members. Time this airs,
1: there's going to be more.
0: Right. Trust. Yes, definitely. And I would say maybe eight people talk, and that's it. And that's totally fine, right? Because, like, we are, you know, we're getting to know one another. It's fine. I'm totally fine with that. I will do all the talking for you. Totally fine. You could DM me if you're not comfortable. Um, yeah, I think definitely, you know, listen to my podcast, YouTube videos. Um, when it comes to like exploring like yourself, right? I th- I think just like exploring yourself, right? Talking about like going back, looking in the mirror, just getting curious in that way. Um, I'm really into like erotic, like erotica, like so like reading like fiction, but that has sex in it. And so okay. for a lot of my clients- Stop, that- wait. Yes.
1: Okay, I'm gonna forget. So these erotica novels. Uh-huh. Which one's your favorite? Because I'm out here trying to get into these novels, but I don't want to go buy some lame one. So, yeah,
0: that's true. Okay, so I've read so many that honestly, I'm really bad at remembering titles, but I can definitely send you some, and then maybe you could like put them in the show notes or something for people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I really like. There's an author. Her name is Zane Z A N E. Um, I don't remember the names of her books because she has a lot. Like, and they're actually like paperback, which is what I like because I like you know a, an old school book. Um, she also has eBooks, but. If you want to go on, um, if you go on Amazon, they have something called Amazon Unlimited or Kindle Unlimited, Kindle Unlimited. Mm -hmm. That's what Mm -hmm. it is. It's 10 bucks a month and you can get unlimited Kindle books and a lot of urban fiction books are on there. And so basically, basically you're paying 10 bucks a month for a limited amount of these books. So if you decide you don't like one, you can go to the next one. It's like 10 bucks. Like I was, there was one summer that I was reading so many books. It was ridiculous. Um. But I really like urban fiction because it's like hood erotica. So it's like a lot of it takes place in like bigger cities. So like New York, Chicago, like LA, like places like the Atlanta. Um, and then it has like a story. There's like this storyline, right? And it's so like a lot of it's, you know, drugs and, you know, gangs and all this shit. But then there's like sex in between. And so it's like a story, but it's not like just reading about sex, right? Um, there's also a podcast, I think think that Zane is actually the one that put it out. I could be wrong, but um, I I blanking on the name, it's purple something, Um, but she reads erotica. So it's like a podcast. So even just listening to things like that, or even if that's too much, even like watching a movie that has sex in it, that's not necessarily like a sexual based movie, right? Like there's plenty of movies out there that have like one or two sex scenes and just getting yourself like acostumbrada to like exposing yourself to it, right? Like, because the more that you're exposed to it, the more comfortable you're going to be about it. The reason that we're uncomfortable talking about sex and, you know, speaking up about it, you know, whatever, even with our partners is because we don't do it. And so the more that you surround yourself with it, which is really like one of the ideas behind creating Latinas Cochinas, my Facebook group, is because the more that I talk about it, the more that I'm normalizing it, People are gonna feel my hope is that people feel more comfortable to talk about it. I'm normalizing people talking about it, and people that look like me, right? That are you know, little brown girls like you know from like small towns or whatever you want to talk about. But um, yeah, and so just you know, read books, watch movies. It doesn't even have to be like a porno. It can be like I don't know what's a movie that has sex in it. Anyway, the,
1: the show. <laughs> the next the show sex life on Netflix.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah. there's even there's even um, I think it's called Sex Education. No, yes, Sex Education. Yeah, Sex Education. Yeah. But Big Mouth is a cartoon about sex. It's super funny. It like it's like joking about it, but it's factual information. And so like that's a great way to start, right? Like so it's like less. It's it's less. Uh, anxiety provoking because it's like a cartoon. It's funny, you know, it's with humor. And so things like that, that are like less serious are going to help you ease yourself into it because it's only a scary subject because you haven't talked about it. You're not around it. So it's like, oh, I don't know. So it's, it's really like the fear of the unknown.
1: I love how you just gave so much information out, especially like me personally. I'll be like a friend. I've been reading more. I've been watching more, even though I'm conservative. I'm like, okay, well, I want to learn. But it, you know, it takes time. Right. So you're taking, you know, a Spanish chick that had to learn about sex in school. And I knew how to protect myself. Ask me about condoms and and ask me about birth control methods. I knew them all, but I didn't know anything else. (laughs) thing else, right? Because nobody ever tells you these things. They just tell you to watch your ass and make sure you yeah. don't get knocked up don't like all the other girls in yeah. the neighborhood.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I know that conversation well. D- yeah, and-, <laughs> and and the thing is that I think that a lot of people think like, oh, I, you know, I want to learn from her, but any of her clients like and this is just me like assuming right so i could be wrong but i think that a lot of people think to be my client it's because they want to have like these freaky ass sex lives and maybe they do i know that a lot of my clients do but there are also some of my clients that just want to be comfortable talking about sex with their husband who've they been with forever they have kids but they don't talk about sex and it's putting a strain on the relationship not because they don't have sex they just they don't know how to talk about it. And so it's putting a strain on the relationship or like you can be vanilla. Like I'm totally fine taking on vanilla clients. I'm not asking you to like do like flips on the dick and all these things to be, that's not a requirement to be my client. Like I, am my clients come to me as they are and they're just leaving with more knowledge about themselves. So this isn't about me. Like I talk about sex all day. I talk about it on the internet, like to strangers, like this is my job and that that's my job not my clients job or not and i ref- when i say clients i mean people that pay me and and also people that just listen to my content like to me those are my clients as well because i'm speaking to everybody that's just that wants to hear that wants to listen um yeah and it's not about like getting you more freakier like if that's what you want to do and you need ideas and things like that okay i'm here for it but if you're like you know what like my cup of tea is just like missionary position and i just want to learn more about pleasure in that way or like whatever it is for you like it's not about changing you or your beliefs either because there are some of my some of my clients come to me and they're like oh you know what like i don't believe in having um sex before marriage, or I don't support like masturbation. That's totally fine. We can work with that too. Right. So it's not about me changing your beliefs or changing. Like you could be vanilla and still learn about sex. Um, you could be conservative. You could be, you know, religious, you could be whatever you are. You could just be you and still learn about sex. It still benefits you regardless.
1: I love how you said you can be vanilla and still learn about sex. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and I appreciate you being on we're we're about to go home soon. I know nobody ever wants to leave, so I want to leave the floor open to you um and just ask you this question that I ask everyone. And it's if you saw yourself at twenty years old walking down the street off fly, what would you tell yourself?
0: To start now, like I think that I waited. Because I thought, I don't know, why did I think I had to wait? Like, I've always had this vision of reforming sex education. And I think right now it looks a little bit different than what I initially envisioned it, right? For now, like, now it's like, yes, I want to reform sex education, but I want to reform it in communities of color. And I specifically want to reform it for um, La Comunidad Latina and really like speaking to them and making it culturally relevant. So the vision has like, altered a little bit or got more specific, but I would just say like, start now and it's going to change anyway. So it doesn't matter. So just start now, whatever that is for y'all listening, like just start now. Like why, why wait?
1: Why wait when you can start now, let go of fear and start. I love it. I love that you said that. Where can we find you? What are your Instagram handles? What's popping? Where can I find you? (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah. So you can find me on Facebook, um, sex and Spanglish. You can find me on Instagram, sex and Spanglish, YouTube, sex and Spanglish, uh, basically everything sex and Spanglish. So I'm sure if you just Google, it will come up. Um, my website is sex and Spanglish.com. Um, I also have, um, my YouTube channel and my podcast, um, both are on there. So if you're more visual or your audio, whatever, both are on there. Um, the podcast is on iTunes and Spotify. Um, and it's all just sex and Spanglish. And then my Facebook group is Latinas Cochinas. So if you just go to Facebook, look up Latinas Cochinas, we're right there. And if you, um, come in before October 1st, you will get in for free for the rest of the year. So it is changing into a membership for those of you that are interested, but for now it is free um, and you'll just get to soak up all the content.
1: I love it. Thank you so much, Anna, for coming by and blessing us with your knowledge and your vibes and your laughs. I appreciate you. Much, much love from Toronto. Um, Come up here anytime you want. (laughs) Come to Canada. I would love that. Come to Canada. As ah. always, this is your favorite podcast host, Advice all from you Hannah, wishing get, you the all best you day get
0: ever. To me